the show. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the morning show starring me, Andy Cortez. That's Nick Scarpino. Kevin is out there in the back doing his thingy thing. You know what I'm saying. Come click by. That was it, huh? You didn't really have, when you went into that nosedive, you didn't really have a plan to land it, did you? Yeah. It's, you just kind of went. You yeah, just go yeah, toward yeah. the ground. There wasn't a really good escape plan. There was no, no there was no fire exit. No. You know? Yeah. I understand. Sorry How are you feeling that. today, big cat? Um I'm, everyone's getting a little I sick. I feel weird as hell, oh, dude. Yo, you too, Kev? No. But I see other people getting a little sick. Yeah. Tim yesterday I had like like a four or five medicines. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm fighting it off. Oh. Like, oh man. Oh, yeah. The battle's lost already. He doesn't know it though. Tim was uh we went to lunch yesterday. And then he was like, what should I get? I need to get some cough drops. And I was like, well, you should get some Zycam, maybe some Dayquil also, because you're definitely getting sick. But he was like, I can't afford to be sick. I was like, well, I don't think your body knows Cares. Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't care. So you need to get some sleep. You need to relax. We got a lot of stuff coming up, obviously. We got to film a lot of stuff for the showcase this weekend. Yeah, you do. So that's going to be fun. Uh, Yeah, I just had a weird night, Nick. I I went to bed like at 1.30. Uh, in the morning, and I woke up at five in the morning, super hungry, head kind of hurt, and it, it was horrible because I knew, all right, I'm going to be up for the next hour and a half, two hours, just because you eat and you kind of, you know, you get a little burst or whatever. But my stomach is hurting so much, Kevin. So I ate some goldfish crackers, got some cheese in me. Naturally, it's a, it's a snack that doesn't side back. Cheese, the thing about the cheese is that a lot of people don't understand the cure for the common cold is cheese, mm-hmm. but you have to get it in a baked, delicious, salty, crunchy format. Uh huh. And uh, but even better when thrown in your mouth by a really good friend. Well, because you get the salt from that person's hands in, on the thing as well, and it's, it goes into your. There's mouth. some perspiration. So you know, you know how like sometimes when you your uh, your the bacteria in your colon is all messed up. Of course, they'll put poop in you from other people. Yeah, yeah just yeah. to get that other bacteria. Flush in, it out, yeah. and it makes you and totally you know better. What he's talking about? Yeah, I've heard of this. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's true. It it's is true. true. It's really gross. Sometimes, like if if you do really hardcore antibacterial, not antiviral, um, antibiotics, it'll just nuke all the bacteria in your stomach, and then you start having problems because you need it there. So they just turn you upside down. Cake batter. It's what it's like. What they they put it in there, twirl it around, you know, twirl, 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 yeah, yeah. squeeze, squeeze, and then just they put like one of those. They put one of those star. Uh, tips on the top of it so that yeah. when, they, when they pipe it onto course, their cake it yeah, looks yeah. like that star yeah. it's really nice wow. it's really fun what a start to the morning but that'd be cool I wonder how they do that though do you think they flip you over and just angle you a no, little bit so they dude, just... no man that's not how they Ew, do the it. sound effects Kevin can you look it up for us no we won't put it up absolutely not Kevin okay. I'd like to look at one video of no. somebody getting poop put into their butt for once for once <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of funny morning show ladies and gentlemen and yes it is kind of funny and yes it is the morning and it's brought to you by me undies quip and robin hope we're going to talk about those a little bit later but before we do i want to take a second to remind you if you have amazon prime and you want to support this show if, if what i just said to you made you giggle if i brought a little bit of happiness to your morning or afternoon think about linking your amazon prime account to your twitch account because you get one free uh, Twitch subscription, which we'd like to go to us. It's very, very nice. It's free for you, and it gives us uh, five bucks. It keeps the lights on. It's fantastic. Of course, if you want to subscribe in other ways, if you're like, I want a more permanent solution to this dilemma. I don't want to think about this. I just want to subscribe and forget. Well, you can subscribe to us at your hard-earned uh, with your hard-earned five dollars. And what does that get you? Well, it gets you emotes, private chat time with us, giveaways. We play games with y'all. It's going to be great. Spoilers: When we start playing Smash Brothers in about ten days. Uh, We're never going to stop playing that game. So if you guys want to be potentially entered into playing with us, you want a shot at the champ. You got to beat the champ. You got to beat. You want to beat the champ. You got to beat the champ. Mm -hmm. You got to beat. No, no one's going to take me down. You're crazy. (laughs) There's no one in our community. I've looked high and far. Nobody, Nick. I almost beat Hungry Eyes, and I. But I was on a pro controller. Hungry box. And that. And he. And he. And he was. So that was the problem. Right. What if was I he had using? a GameCube controller, I would have fucking eaten his what was he hungry using? lunch. Pro controller. Oh. But he's just, be- he's but he's just like, better yeah. at the game than me. <laughs> yeah. so, okay. Yeah, right, the, the thing is, I would have beat him, but he's just yeah, like, far and away a better Smash Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you would have beaten him if he wasn't so good and at so much game. better than you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's sure. the, I mean, what I mean. You see what yeah, I'm saying? For sure. So yeah. it's an unfair advantage. Catch 22. It's an unfair advantage is that I feel like he should have been handicapped and come to my level. Are you still posting this Instagram story? No. I'm How listening. long is this going to take? Well, you know, you got to put the swipe. Can, can I get the one? You got the swipe up? No, no, no. It's 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 the kind of funny. Uh, oh, you're uh, on the vids account. Yeah, the vids account. I was like, I so don't know so swipe you can up. you can put the gift there. It's a swipe up, and it looks really cool. Where does it go? To does here. it go to poop? No, no, no. Oh, 
I mean, I could, maybe, do, do another one and like go and go to church? a colonoscopy. <laughs> Just, we're going through some with lower oh intestines. Oh my god, Jesus! All right, it's posted. So right. check that out, guys. Instagram.com/slash kind of funny vids. Uh, let's go into some housekeeping real quick before we get into a lot of news uh, today. Top on housekeeping, we have some new shirts, not the least of which is the one that Andy is currently wearing right now. And let me tell you, this shirt causes all sort of a ruckus. It is tripping people the fuck out. I have seen people in the comments that are like, "I thought." There was a glitch in the, the video. No. Uh, some people were like, it's making me sick to look at, but I'll tell you one thing right now. I love this shirt. I think it's dope. Earlier, I thought that was a wrinkle in my shirt, Kevin. You did. I, I thought was, that was a wrinkle. He kept trying to like straighten it, it down. out. I was like, what are you doing? Well, because also I took a lot of acid before the show. Oh, yeah. dude, you didn't tell me. I Dropped was going to shroom out. I was going to dice up shrooms and sprinkle them on a piece of pizza and eat it before the show mm, and just see it. where I went. Wouldn't that be fun if we had that kind of content? Or we could just do hardcore drugs and let people watch us experience that. I'd be so scared to do that, dude. I'm never going to do it. Cause, okay, so I'm check it out. So when I was back home, I saw a commercial on the Vice, Vice Network? Vice yeah, Vice. Channel? Mm-hmm. Vice uh, Network. Yeah. Is, it a, is it a channel? Mm-hmm. It's a channel, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah they have their own network. That's, that's where they showed Nirvana the band the show, Kevin. Oh, God. I um, what's it called? They the do Vice, great World? Content. Vice World? Vice World? Vice Land or Vice World, I think. Vice, Vice Land. Vice Land. Vice Land. So I'm watching, uh, I forgot what I was watching. Oh, yeah, I was watching, great was watching Boogie Nights. And they cut to a commercial. I'm gonna be a star. I mean, Kevin, give me the one. I'm gonna be a star. I'm gonna be a bright shining star. Big old wiener. Dick out. Yeah, 13 inches uncut. Thank you. Um, so um, on Viceland, they showed a commercial for one of their TV shows where they experiment with ayahuasca, and they sort of open people's minds to ayahuasca. Yeah, and doc. one of the no guy, intended. one of the guy who's sort of sherping you through this uh, situation says. Yeah. Do not try to escape. The number one thing we say, the number one thing we hear is, please make it stop. It will not stop. You have to let it keep going. And that sounds so scary to me. Yeah, it's very scary. It's terrifying, terrifying, Kevin. But but those people, they're like, look, years of therapy have not done what ayahuasca has done for me. No, no, it's... People say that all the time. Right, Kevin, right. You know what I mean? What I feel like it is, what I feel like it does to you, is I feel like it, like, cleans your brain. Like a colonoscopy. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. well, a colonoscopy really just looks up there. They don't actually clean anything out. Yeah, You're yeah, thinking yeah, of when the, when they stick the water up there and spray it out. Like right, I saw yeah, yeah, yeah. on uh, the HBO show Gigolos. Is that what it's called? Gigolos. I Remember don't that know show? It was no. about a bunch of male hookers in Las Vegas. I don't think it One of them had a palm. You had a palm? Like a Pomeranian? Oh, Pomeranian. Yeah. You never saw that show? No, no, no. Holy I have no idea shit. what you're talking about. This show. Let's look it up. Oh, my God. Look it up while I talk. I watched like five episodes of this show, and, it, and then I and then it was one of those rare instances where I'm like, oh shit, I don't have HBO anymore, so I can't watch it. I think it might have been Showtime. Showtime. What? Yeah. Showtime. And and it's 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 a show about three a out group, of five stars. A apparently. group of guys who are legitimately like male escorts mm. in Vegas. Now I don't know if they're real or not, but I think it's a reality show. Enema. Oh, okay. Enema. Thank you. No worries. At All one right, point, so Enema of the state. One of the guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One of the guys takes the other guy to get an Enema, and they show it. So it's like they go to this like it's like a nail salon, but instead of nails, you sit back and they just sh- they pipe a thing up your butt and just spray water in there, and then all of it comes out. And one of the guys is like, "I love doing this every month because it cleans me out." The other guy's like, "I'll try it." And midway through, he's like, "I don't like this. I don't ever want this to happen uh, again. This is an invasion of every part of my being." Yeah. Uh, but uh, what's crazy is they go and they bang. Did you look it up? Did we talk about this shirt now? Oh yeah, we have another shirt, the kind of funny side print <laughs> shirt, uh, which is really really cool, using a uh, a nice, fun, cool new hypertechnic logo uh, designed by one Andy Cortez. I love it. I love this K and the F together. It's very futuristic looking. It's cool, My and it might look. I really like that too. Yeah, you, you knocked us out of the park. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, that the, the kind of funny on the sleeve. Will also be something that that gets used. Um, I love it. But yeah, I, I really I like all the the color styles. I had a lot of input from uh, my boy Tony, who's one of the lead merch uh, uh, merch designers, uh, graphic designers at RT, and he was like, "What if you put?" Because originally we had the logo on the other sleeve, and Joey was like, "Put it on the other sleeve. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah, idea." Because yeah, I was like, Joey, I like the idea of it being weighted, and then I put it on the other side. I was like, Joey, you're right. Tony, you're right. What I like about this is, you know, I'm a huge esports fan. <laughs> this looks like it's like it's like an esports like shirt. it's our team like yeah, the kind yeah, of yeah. Fu- like the kind of funny rascals. Would that be a cool name for our team? No, squirrels. Rascals is pretty good. Rascals dude. is dope. Hey, you gotta turn yeah. it down right away. It's not what? good. R- Cowboy like rascals sounds cool. Rascals man. are dope. Like because we never like we don't win, but we always make it. Ooh, what about the kind of funny cuckoochies? Cuckoochies? <laughs> yeah, we could do that one. Yeah. So much. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say it. 
I'm like, it's just... I'm adding more uh, syllables to it. Yeah, but there's also just a countdown when we record the content to when it goes live and people go, please stop doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go, and it's here's, here's how the cycle goes. I'll say something like, oh, it's okay, moo moo. And then people go... <laughs> That's terrible. Stop saying that. And then yeah. I'll start seeing it in the comments. Whatever, moo moo. Yeah. You know? Oh, God. It's so fun being us. You're Speaking of party mode. I am a monster, and I need to be stopped. And I'm telling you guys right now, I, it's, this is the point of the movie where I realize that I'm causing untold havoc, and then I need people to stop me. I'm like, you know what I'm like? Sasha Baron Cohen from uh, Talladega Nights. I just want someone to beat me so I can right. stop winning all mm-hmm. the time. Because the burden of winning and Pulls being a champion is starting to break me. But also, if you try to fucking take this belt from me, I'll, I'll fucking punch you mm-hmm. square in the nose. God, I can't <laughs> right wait till Andrea's the champ. Right. You know? I can't wait till anyone other than me is the champ. Because to be honest right now, I'm not doing much with the belt. It's just sitting you back there. You should wear it every day. It's that so heavy. Wherever you go. If someone made me like a more streamlined version of it wait, that I could actually wear as a belt, wait, I would Don't do we that. have a digital version? You can just print it out. No, I want like a 3D printed... It's not so like I can wear it as a PlayStation where they make a slim version or something. Like you just, cool if they did you that. just wear the belt. Is there is there a belt pro? God damn it! Version like that's bigger. No, you want the smaller. Plays one. it in 4K. You don't want. Well, now I want the bigger one, Kevin, because he said there might be a bigger hey, one. Hey, speaking of party mode. What's up with this? Um, but important to mo- point out that I won the money game at the end. You, you don't want me to? Something? No, yeah, just play. Which is weird because yeah. Andy technically was the last man standing. And it makes zero sense. But it was about who's the better man. No, it makes no sense. The game is an excellent judge of character and moral fabric. Fucking bullshit. So, anyway, keep playing. Uh, let's keep this shit going. Ring a ding ding, Andy. Ring a ding ding, Andy. Answer it, Andy. Ring a ding ding, Andy. Love. Hey, uh, maybe, maybe the game's listening, and when you threatened to beat up Miyamoto, it was like, well, we can't let him win. <laughs> I've lost connection. Call waiting. Hey, Greg. Man, he's gonna lose. He's the worst. I, I can't believe that you and I are just killing with this We're game. Crushing game. That's We're crushing it. We're killing it in life. We're yeah, calling the I game, agree. as they say. I agree. All right. Anyways, get checked out. All right. <laughs> so everybody go have to get checked out for everybody go watch party mode uh, the second episode the final episode of Greg Miller being on the uh, Super Mario Party episode is now live it's a stunning stunning finale up, we play turns 6 I'll through 10 a, I'll be honest with you right now what's up Mario Party can suck it Right. Why? 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 Why have a problem it. with it? Why do you have a problem because with it because whatever the fuck it just wants. it doesn't fucking adhere to any rules yeah okay it's dumb. Maybe you should just learn how to dominate then. I fucking won the first one. Remember when Joey sucked so bad? It was like a burst. <laughs> oh, what's up, Joey? What's up? What's up, Mr. Sheasel? <laughs> you are insufferable. I know. I know. Oh, man. You're horrible, dude. This is a good show so far. It's, I'm having a great time. It's a time. great show so far. I'm having a great time. Kevin, you're doing great, man. Uh, before we move on to news, of course, other housekeeping news, uh, the showcase is one week from Saturday. If you guys don't know what the showcase is, we have 60 games to show you. We could be more excited. Come see what we've got Saturday, December 8th at 10 a.m. Pacific time here on twitch.tv slash games. You're not going to want to miss this thing live. You're going to want to be in the chat. Having said that, if you have anything better to do on Saturday, we will, of course, be posting it to youtube.com slash games. It's going to be good. Greg Miller, did you, have some, did you have something to say or are you just going to root through some garbage over there? Just root through some garbage. Can I ask you a question before you? Why do you get so distracted when a virile young man like me Whoa. Oh, oh, yeah. Holy shit. Can I run some... Uh, okay. I can't tell you on camera. Milk the utter, milk the utter. Can I run something by you real quick? Sure can, bud. Uh, now, uh, we have this new side print shirt. Yeah. Which I think is a low-key, like, like we're, we're, we're just introducing the fact that we may or may not start an esports team. Sure. Now, what, how Somebody do you feel... Somebody hit me up ask... Well, you know, that might be embargoed, I shouldn't say. Okay, cool. How do we feel about if we started an esports team, calling them the kind of funny rascals? Why not, like, play with the letters more? That's right? what I was thinking. So I said kind of funny, good chuchis! Do you hate rascals? No. But you want something started with a K. Yeah, but what if we took a C word and used the K? And what if we took kangaroos? C word? Kind of funny kangaroos? The Kevin cunts. Yeah. The C next Tuesdays? Yeah, yeah, fucking cunts. Yeah, if you say it with the British accent, you're allowed to say it. Yeah, Remember, we, I, I, I used it a lot in Marketing London. Marketing wise. Say it in London. Yeah. Like, what, what's the other big team? The Fuel? I say we do something totally The original. Fuel versus the cunts? I don't think that's going to work. Kind of funny muggle fuckers. 
Yeah, no, we're gonna get sued by fucking J.K. Harry Potter. Rowling. Yeah, she yeah. owns words, dude. Yeah, she does. She Marvel does. Is the word she, she, owns invented. she invented the word. She owns ideas. Is That's this a word. Public use. The time that we finally use pigeon patrol. Scumbags. Oh my god, pigeon patrol. Kind of funny. Pigeon patrol. Kind of funny. Esports. Kind of funny. Mouth. The mouth pudding. I like mouth pudding still. Scumbags is pretty good. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. We want to be the rough and tumble. Like, where, like I need just somewhere where Cheeto fingers and flapjack and nitro rifle and Tim can just shine. And shine. where will that be? According to somebody, I li- I still want to call him White Boy Tim. I just want you guys to know. White Boy Tim. White Boy Tim. He's so white. He hates it, <laughs> but his fucking calves are so white that they actually do the like they like suck in all the light. That's how white they are. Like you can't see them versus anything else because it just. I still see them so in my bright. eyes. They are the light source. Yeah. When I see, you know what I they look like. The like episode, you know when you go to pick white in Photoshop. And you're like, it's a little too bright, so you pick like a yeah. little bit below it, yeah, and it's like yeah, a yeah. putty white. Uh, he's the one above. It. He's the one above. It. <laughs> yeah. he's, the, he's the bright white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, did you come in here for a reason? Uh, or did you want to just? Hang I came out with here us? to defend my honor because then you're going to start talking shit about Mario. Party. What are you talking? No way. No, you did good that game. Dude, no you way. You got the shit. You did, Joe. You did great that game. <laughs> no, it's just that the Joe. three other players we were playing did so much way better. better. I think only two just of them. So I far think better. only two of them were like screwing you over. Repeatedly, there were there was a there's a time in the episode where Nick clearly should have taken coins from me, and he goes, "I'm gonna go Joey instead." Yep. And even I was like, "Why? That makes no sense." Yep. Like, <laughs> did I win? No. Or we'll see. No. Well, the episode with her already went live. Oh. Yeah, I fucking crushed that one. I got first place. Remember, I did a dance twice. No, it's a different episode. They're talking about a different episode. Different round. It was oh, awesome. the last time I took. Yeah, because yeah, it's funny. That's why. <laughs> let me let me let me be clear with you. We are. I'm here to entertain. Sure. You guys are all out there fucking talking about. Oh, we got. Here's the new DLC for fucking Red wa- Dead. I was wondering where he was gonna go. With this. Here's the guys. I'm trying to get on my horse for Red Dead. How hard? Hey, how hard is it to get on your horse in Red? Wow, let me tell you, it's really hard to get on a horse in Red Dead. He's Who cares about a, that? Was a glitch yesterday. I do. Couldn't get on his horse. Got it. Got I it. do. I'm out there for the people. I am the people's champion. I give the people what they want. It's in my goddamn Instagram headline. And am I am I verified? No. Do I care? I really do. You do care. I'm yeah. really uh, starting to care. We wouldn't know because we both unfollowed you on Instagram. You did not unfollow me on Instagram. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say much about that. Wow. Uh, Greg's not. Am I verified yet? No, Greg is not. Greg yet. is not. For sure not. Interesting. He How just do we hit- feel about this? his Red Dead character here? Can we go back to his, his, his oh, thing? Oh, I was going to post that today. What is this? Why is he doing the, the hands big thing. ups to Jesus oh, thing? They, they just do that for whatever that, reason. The hands thing remind me of, of Will Ferrell in Talladega Nights. Second Talladega Nights reference of the day. I don't know what to do with my hands. That's what the hands remind me of. Or right when there. he always thought he was on fire? And no, he's just like in the interview <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> this looks like... First off, doesn't look like Greg. No. We have all decided this. Second off, looks Didn't a lot... Did you make this? Right, we tried, but their character creator no, in that game is not good. you specifically made it, though. No, I give up. Did they have bifocals back then? Uh, they... Yes, they he did. He needs glasses, mm-hmm. and it needs to not look like the sheriff from Stranger Things. That's what Andy, I wanted to not look like. do you know who invented bifocals? Mr. Uh, bifocal? Uh, George Washington. No, Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. I should have known that from uh, Big Daddy. The Office? Oh. Big Daddy. hell when he did it. Really? You know, no, that part was a Oh, uh, that would have been cool, Yeah, Kev. I thought you'd like it, though. Man, you're they making did, history did, fun, Kev. You're making history they fun. They did use a lot of cannabis back then. They had like they used to use hemp for everything. And then we just started to have a war against hemp because cotton is better, apparently. The bifocal eyeglasses. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like hate this, you Kevin. Like Kevin, I hate this. <laughs> I've never hated anything more, Kevin. It's very difficult to make your character Jesus, look like you. Jesus, you look diseased. I, I can't. You look like a bird. And your character looks worse. That was really good. You got me, dude. I was I trying to figure out a sick burn for that, but I couldn't. <laughs> My sick burn was that his character just looks like he's a yeah. bird. For whatever reason, you can't just have nice skin. Well, it was the, <laughs> it was the Wild West, man. People were exposure. They were uh, exposed bullshit. to the elements. But I think I did the best I could. It looks horrible. <laughs> I hate looking at it. I still think the eyes should be a little further apart, but uh, that's just a problem. I Get have it in this off game. the screen. You look like Edgar uh, uh, putting well, the putting the the human body over the cockroach in, in Men in Black. He's like an Edgar Edgar suit. He's like wearing an Edgar suit. <laughs> that's what uh, he does. Amazing uh, world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sugar, sugar, in water. 
God. More. Anyway. Vincent D'Onofrio is awesome. Did you watch the last season of Daredevil? No, I It's to. actually really good. I started episode one. That's, that's about as far it's, as I got. You're going to like it. It's going to watch it on a plane. It still suffers from the obligatory, let's put three episodes in here that we don't need. But it's there. Th- I've it's, heard it's way less worse than the other seasons. Way less worse. Yeah, yeah. Actually, there's only one episode of note that I'm like, I couldn't give a fuck about this story. Okay. I think but it ends up it ends up building into the other story. So I was like, okay, we needed that. We're being really negative about the Daredevil season two. I feel like half of that season was the Punisher and was pretty cool. It was, it was awesome. Then the other they were like, well, the other half was, hey, let's introduce. This is what I, I've realized this the format of these is- obviously is. In this one, it's no, it's it's the same thing, right? The first half is Daredevil, the second half is Bullseye, and you're like, but it's cool, it's organic because they play into each other. The first, the season two, you're like, oh my god, the Punisher's going, and then he just ends, and then they bring in ninjas, and you're like, this is dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I'll tell you one thing, I know, you know what I've but learned is that with these with these uh, Netflix shows, is that the action needs to be utilized very sparingly, because mm-hmm. after the third or fourth time you see him like just beating the shit out of people, you're like, this is fucking boring. Like I don't need to see this anymore. Give me the character dynamics. Also, he just—it's just not believable. Every punch I was at a certain like point that he's not—he's getting the shit beat out of him every yeah. fucking day, and he's like, Ugh. like one—he can't walk the day before, and then the next day he's like, I'm just gonna get it. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I just gutted through it. Um, uh, pro athlete four hundred five says Kevin's character looks like Deadpool with long hair. I think it's pretty spot on. That's fair. Uh, quick tip reminder, everyone: if you want to tip us at the five dollar above level, we will read those tips with our own, with our very own mouths. Uh, let's log in right now and see if there are any tips. My guess, no. Two. Damn it, I was wrong. Sean, <laughs> ah, Sean of New Age says, "I Andy, what happened with that in, with that intro love party mode? Uh, really hope there's a smash one uh, for a smash one for the next week with some sweet sweet pit action from the one true champ." No, we don't have the game yet. So, well, he says when it comes out, he <clears throat> there's one. There's gonna be one. Yeah, we're but gonna it do a lot of Smash. It, it won't be out for a while. Uh, DJ Kento says Smash Bros. One versus one hundred fun clip. Uh, here's hoping new Smash is this fun. Let's see it. Oh yeah, I've seen. Kind of fucked up. I've seen this before. I don't give a shit. Fuck kids. <laughs> yes. What is wrong with this guy? Although this this would be fun just to feel dominant for once in your life, just to feel like you're in control of things. <laughs> Come on! I hope one of the kids gets hit and just bounces out of this fuck. What, what room are they in? What is this? Show me who moves. That's I, the, the first time I saw that video, the, the, I believe the caption was, when you were a seasoned uh, Counter-Strike pro and you hop into a Fortnite lobby on Switch for the first time or something like that. Yeah, you just fuck yeah. people up. Uh, just Big Bucket give us 500 cheers and just some emotes, which is nice. Just cheering Thanks. us. Thanks. Which is great. Appreciate All it. right. A few news stories I want to talk about with you fine people out there. Not the first of which... It, oh, what happened to all these I'm news? i the news graphic. Can you do the news graphic? No, apparently not. Okay. We're, here's what I'm going to do from now on. I know. We're not doing the graphics anymore. We're just done with the graphics. They have, they, the graphics have not worked. They had their place in In time. two months, they're done. Until I say otherwise. I'm going to look into fixing that laptop. I don't know what's wrong with it. It can be fixed, though. Top on news comes from Variety. And this was a, this was a, this was a very special story to me. Because it, it, it really caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> uh, the story reads, Black Panther scribe Joe Robert Cole to write uh, the Call of Duty movie sequel. Mm-hmm. Which... So he's writing the sequel to the Call of Duty movie. To the famous, very uh, infamous, some would say. Some people part loved one. it. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. people hate it. My favorite part of the Call of Duty movie. Most people have never seen it. A lot of people didn't go, get out to theaters to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mainly because, uh, spoilers, this movie hasn't even been made yet. Got it. Has not been made yet. Got it. Activision Blizzard Studios, this is the story reads, is already getting the gears turning on a sequel to Call of Duty. Tapping Black Panther uh, scribe Joe Rock. Why don't they just call him writer? Scribe, Jesus Christ. Joe Robert Cole to pen the upcoming second installment. The studio hired Sicario 2 director Stefano Soma earlier this year, who's great, by the way, uh, year, to helm the first film, which is an adaptation of the popular video game, and came out two weeks ago. No, it didn't come out yet. And Uh-oh. even though wow, a cast hasn't been assembled, and the studio, wants a, uh, the studio wants a sequel to the script, ready to go as soon as the first pick goes into production next year. Activision Blizzard Studio uh, President Stacey Shear and Nick Van Dyke are producing, along with Activision Blizzard Chief Executive Bobby Kotick. Uh, Coco Francini is also producing. Uh, neither film currently has a distributor. So, we're putting the cart 
before the horse a little bit in right. this one. Or we're counting all of our chickens before they've hatched. Or we've got a bird in the hand. I don't know whatever. We're the drinking the milk is. before we have the milk. We're drinking the milk before what? the chocolate's yeah. in. Yeah. Famous, famous saying. We bought the cereal before the milk. Here, uh, here's my problem with any sort of movie that is trying to be Call of Duty themed. It's just it's, it's a be military super movie. dumb and generic. Yeah. Like uh, the thing I hate unless, about unless it's the isn't Call of Duty also Modern Warfare? So aren't those yes. like current like future fights? Oh no, they that they can do whatever they want with Call of Duty. They could be any, it could be but, now, it could be future. But the whatever. thing is, like, I don't think that they have what iconic they, enough characters to really warrant. They got the, Jon Snow. They got that one dude that ended up being real touchy. I'd, I'd say those even aren't very, very good. I'd say the ones that people remember the most, the stories that people remember the most, is like maybe the Modern Warfare 4, uh, or yeah, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare story, you know? Yeah, but, but for the last I, 10 years, Modern Warfare is just about being playing online. The stories are just like afterthoughts. I remember Modern Warfare came out. I was like, oh, I want to play the single-player campaign of this. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, Not they, only that, but then, but they were like, well, here's what we're going to do for the first time ever. You're going to jump around from person to person. I was like, cool. That, that, thus ensuring I'll have absolutely no connection. What's that? No, it was Modern Warfare. Oh, okay. You played Modern, you, when Modern Warfare came out, you played as like, you started off as like an American, and then you went to a Scottish guy, and then you went to something else, and then you came back. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Battlefield 1. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure it was Modern Warfare. I've never played Battlefield oh, single okay. player. I played the I played the single player campaign because they had like vignettes in Battlefield One. Where they like, had those in Modern Warfare. Oh, okay. Pretty sure they had them in Modern Warfare too. Because it started. I remember specifically it started off on a ship and you had to play that, and then you like then you went to another character that was like a ranger, and you were in like Iraq. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Like we know Master Chief, we know Super Mario. We. Yeah. Some of the like it was two people in Call of Duty Four, Nick. Fair point. I, don't, I mean, who the hell knows? The story was so. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. The story was so compelling in that that I really remember what those two players <laughs> were. Right? Uh, yeah, Obviously, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it was so good. No, but I'm saying, like, again, they can make a good movie out of anything. Lord knows, I was. Lord knows, I was uh, uh, very trepidatious to watch what I what I assume now was the seminal film, Daddy's Home Two. Didn't think they could make. Didn't know they could do a great sequel to that movie. Do it justice, right? Didn't think they could. The but ladies and gentlemen, watched it over the break. And I dare I say, this movie <laughs> may be better than the first Daddy's Home. What? Wow. We've expanded the cast. You don't cast. have to do much. We've expanded the cast. They brought uh, 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 John Lithgow's character in. They brought Riggs from Lethal Weapon in. What's his name? Mel Gibson. They're the two dads. It's great. The character dynamics in this are fantastic. You, we catch up with... Mark are we doing Wahlberg. an in-review right now? We are. We do Mark Wal- We catch up with Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. Catch and they're me friends. Yeah. They're friends now, and they're co-parenting. But obviously, there's still some tension there, but we don't really see it. It's under the skin. Mel Gibson's character comes in as this bad dad, and uh, John Lithgow's character comes in as a good dad, but then we feel like maybe everything there is not as expected. And they really utilize the characters perfectly, where Mel Gibson's character comes in to kind of disrupt everything, but in doing so, points out some of the flaws that then they need to work on to strengthen their relationship. These are the two digital characters, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. I will say this, and all, all kidding aside, and then of course John Lithgow's character comes in as the perfect dad, but that's not exactly the case, because spoilers, put up the spoiler graphic, bro, uh, his relationship with it, with Will Ferrell's mother, not great, that. they're getting a divorce. Uh, and so everything's kind of turned on its side. I will say this. I have given Mark Wahlberg a 50, lot of 50% shit. 50% of people get divorced. I have given Mark Wahlberg a lot of shit over the years mm-hmm. for not being able to act at all. Right. He's actually phenomenal in this. Really? Yeah. It's one of those things where I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, I give, all kidding aside, he's really funny as a comedic actor. Really, really funny. And holds his own against Will Ferrell in this movie. He's good in, I mean, he's good in, uh, in The Other Guys. He is good in the other guys. Great in the other guys. But you, know, but, he, but, you know, he plays that Mark Wahlberg Boston character sometimes. In this, I really feel like he's expanded it a little bit more to being like, he has like a sense of earnest. earnest. And then, of course, at the end of this, we bring back John Cena, which is great. So John Cena's fantastic. Well. I'm going to go out on a limb and say on the, on the patented Nick Scarpino scale. Is it better than, like, raise your hands if you think it's better than Daddy's Home 1. Oh, there you go. It. I haven't seen it. But Daddy's I saw, Home in review. I saw some of Daddy's Home The official home ranking of the Daddy's Home franchise is Daddy, <clears throat> number one, Daddy's Home 2. Number two, Daddy's, Daddy's Home, home one. 1. Wow. 
Wow. There it is. What an upset. There it is. All uh, kidding aside, not a good movie. Okay. But I, <laughs> but I enjoyed the shit out Great. of it. I'm glad we got because it Because it's just dumb comedy. So if you're looking for a movie to watch this holiday season with your parents, and they do the thing that all parents do, where halfway through the movie, not even halfway through, five minutes into the movie, they start a conversation with themselves, and then your mom gets up and does dishes, and then your dad's like, I gotta go to the garage, and then comes back and asks you what's going on, and then they keep talking to you, and you can't really focus on anything really of any substance. This is the movie for you. Got it. Because you don't really have to worry about it. It's just there. Some funny moments, some great slapstick. Overall, where does it fit in my three my three tiered structure? Is it a great movie? Is it a bad movie that's good? Or is it a bad movie that should be thrown out and called something terrible? It's a it bad movie that's good. Right in the middle. Okay, right in the got, middle. It, got it. Bad, got bad it. movie that's good. Got it. Bad movie that's, that's good. Actually, I, I like that scale a lot. I love that's my scale. That's I love the somebody, scale. Um, somebody broke out the moment where we uh, described our show, which could be compared to Daddy's Home to as televised recess. Mm. And, and I love that tagline. I think that's a really, really good tagline. Televised recess? Yeah. I love that. So what was, because Mark Wahlberg was also bad in, in Boogie Nights, which I just recently no, saw. He's no, bad. he's not bad. Actually, he's, so he's just, phenomenal. His character's weird. Yeah, but the, character's but, weird. But, I'm the one with the big cock! I want to start shooting now! Like, what the, is that? But the, 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 the brilliance of Boogie Nights that. is that they're all caricatures. They're all, like, it's a very surreal movie. And he played that character, I think, perfectly, actually. That's one of the roles that I look back on, I'm like, you actually do have acting chops, but then you started doing like kind of cookie cutter Transformer movies. He's just such I a, love him in that movie. I, he was just like really positive and, all the time. It just but it was off. because he was like dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like he played a dumb kid with a yeah. big yeah. dick. I guess you're right. And Heather, Heather Graham's character is perfect too because she's just girl? like dumb and drugged out the whole time. Scott Cheadle's good movie, Every, man. That fucking movie is so steps good. steps on that dude's fucking face. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that was a harsh scene. You disrespect me. So the, the thing, I, the problem I have with that, Kevin, I wanted his face to be mangled. I'm glad it, it was wasn't, because then he'd be dead. It looked like she just got punched in the nose. Yeah, she only hit yeah, him, like, weird. twice. Um, so we were talking about the Call of Duty movie earlier, mm-hmm. and that reminded me of this, about, how, about movies that get written and don't get made, and Gilmer de Toro recently put out some tweets yeah. um, regarding movies that he has written that just over the last 10 years that I've just done nothing with, yeah. right? So he said, um, I have developed fully written or co-written that have gone unproduced so far. These are uh, screenplays that he's mm-hmm. fully written or co-written. The Witches, Justice League Dark, yeah, Beauty the and Witches. the Beast, At the Mountains of Madness, Fantastic Voyage, The Count of Monte Cristo, Mephisto's Bridge, Pacific Rim 2, and he put very different in quotes. Secret Project was untitled, uh, Superstitious Nightmare Alley, Haunted Mansion, The Hulk Pilot, the Buried Giant, The Coffin, Druid, and then he said of uh, he said also The Wind in the Willows. And he said, to be clear, these screenplays are written, done. Each of them took months or years of my life. Meetings, synopsis, beat sheets, and were all written uh, 90 to 130 pages each. These are not maybes or wishes items. They are done, and they will just never, like, ever be seen. It's like, man, this motherfucker's worked a lot, dude. That's how, that's how it always is, though, man. Like, you hear people all the time who, like... Like we have friends who are writers, right? And they're like, they've been like, "Hey, we've we've written things that, you like, that's every book I've read about screenwriters. Every every time I hear any stories, it's you develop a ton of material and you pitch it, and it gets sometimes it gets bought and never produced. Sometimes it gets bought and changed so radically that you don't even want to put your name on it. And sometimes it just doesn't. It just goes nowhere. Yeah, and that's just the it's way crazy. it goes. It's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. That's why when I when I hit a crossroads in my life, where. Steven Spielberg came, he sat next to me, he said, Whoa. Nick, you've got you've to make a choice, mm-hmm. okay? You're a phenomenal creative artist, you're a phenomenal writer. The, the stories that you write are so perfectly structured, and the character dynamics and the arcs are so beautiful yeah. that they just jump off the page. But you're also really good on the kind of funny morning show. Right. So maybe, like, what do you want to be? Either way, yeah. Do you want to sit in a room for the rest of your life and, and make amazing transformative uh, art? Or do you want to write screenplays? Well, I mean, Nick, I don't know if you all know this. I mean, well, the audience definitely doesn't know this. But the kind of funny animated show characters were in Ready Player One. Just in they the were. background. They were fighting in the background. It's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah though I, did, uh, I developed that character, uh, the, the DeLorean. You're not understanding what he's saying. I don't. What is he saying? <laughs> he's saying that our characters that you created yeah, were in the, cartoon. In the background. They were featured the in the background of Ready Player One. Yeah, I don't understand the joke. You know, everything's in Ready Player One. Yeah, everything. Steven Spielberg. We were talking about Steven Spielberg. Oh, you think Steven Spielberg stole from me? Do I have a case to sue his ass? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get some fucking money from this? God damn. Can I be an American right now and just sue? I can't tell if he's serious. I don't know. I don't know where the joke is. I've lost the narrative thing. Ah! (laughs) Ah! 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 Ah!
Oh, uh, God, I love that. I love that. It bit. worked out perfectly, guys. <laughs> Next up on the news. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, you were excited about this. Yes. Uh, you were a big fan. Oh, wait, I opened the wrong fucking story. Hold on. Hold on. Ah, Andy Vamp. Andy uh, Vamp. Uh, Andy Vamp. I'm a big Vamp. fan uh, of Kingsman. This, and, uh, well, you know what, Kevin? Yep. Today's your day. Take out your tummy and let's play some bongos because Kingsman. over on Collider.com, they have an exclusive. The Kingsman is getting a uh, sequel and a prequel. Okay, cool, cool. Wait. So this why? is a rumor right now at this point. Well, what do you mean, why? Is dope. But why does it need a, a prequel? It doesn't uh, need it. It's gonna it get. It. One. I heard fun. part three wasn't very. Or part two wasn't very good. It was though. not good. It, no, it was. It, it made. It was not good. Two major mistakes and ignoring some deaths. Sitting right here. Okay. In the middle. A, it was a bad movie that was good. Oh, got it. Right there. Oh, got it. I was so confused. I apologize. I wasn't flipping you off. I thought you were just being like, "Hey, man." Fuck you, freaking no, fuck your opinion. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. no. Uh, it had some. You're right. It, it was it was a fun movie, but it definitely had some issues. And I think I think those issues were entirely related to the fact that they were like, we're gonna make Channing characters or Channing Tatum's character a really big deal, and then he like pulled out of the movie halfway through. And they were like, shit. I think I remember reading that where they his character and Pedro Pascal's character were gonna be like the sidekicks, and I think they just I think that all got fucked up. That's oh, really upsetting. And. Yeah, they just didn't do enough with the characters there. It was very weird. Yeah. And then they had Elton John in it way too much. Like, really? Why? He was I like way that. too much. I, my biggest problem is they didn't let us mourn for the characters that died in it. Yeah, Colin Firth shouldn't have come back. Oh, well, no, they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have blown that in the trailers. Yeah, that's There's true. There's no reason that they, we, we like should have known that there. It would have been a great reveal if they'd been like, "Here he is!" Instead of the, every fucking trailer had him in it. It's just so hard because the first Kingsman was. So much fun. So much fun. Really a delight. Awesome. It was a blast to watch. It yeah. was a delight. I, I was like, oh, I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, Sean Finnegan was like, dude, you got to watch Kingsman. And I'm like, ah, I don't know about this, man. It looks kind of like a generic, like, born Bond movie kind of ripoff. And he's like, no, you got to watch it. What, what's amazing to it is it's, another, it's yet another example of how important casting is in films. Because Colin Firth and Taron Edgerton had such a good dynamic. Such good chemistry. And Taron Edgerton, I think he's a fucking, is that, a superstar. That's the kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's, well, he's great. You know, he was a, a grown ass man, but well, whatever. He was the kid. He was the young. He was Exy. Handsome as all hell, man. Exy. I think he's still. Sh- I, again, I stand by the fact that were it my decision, he would have been Han Solo, and the Solo movie would have been fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. But nobody listens to me because Frankly, I'm insane. You're, you're falling. <laughs> which is. Very smart. Uh, the story reads, even though we haven't heard much about concrete news about the new Matthew Von Helm Kingsman movie, that doesn't mean it's not being worked on. In fact, thanks to some very reliable sources. I've got a lot of updates, says the writer who is, who's, oh, Stephen Frosty Weintraub, says, uh, news to share with everyone on the next two Kingsman movie. The big news he is hearing is the next Kingsman movie, which is a film set many years before the events of the first film, will start filming in January in London. That's cool. Yeah. I'm excited to see uh, more of like the old guard. But that's not they, like wiped everyone out in the first one. Well, uh, wait, what did I just read? There's a lot of the big news I'm hearing is the Kingsman movie, the next Kingsman, right? Uh, while details are very sparse in the prequel story, I'm hearing about uh, it's it's about Kingsman as a tailor shop, and it's Vaughn trying to do a quote period drama in contrast to the spy thriller aspects of the first two Kingsman movie. Yeah. It's described as showing. Uh, as showing a history of the world through the eyes of the Kingsman. In addition, uh, he's hearing that the one line uh, that points to what the Kingsman prequel is about is, quote, the man who would be Kingsman. So it looks like they're trying to do more... I don't know if this is going to be a spy-ish thriller. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I like that. You it's sounds more dramatic. It's going to be a spy thriller. Don't worry about it. it. It's still going to have that sort it's of gonna quirky have a spy comedy thriller. and stuff. It better, guys. Nobody gives nobody gives a shit about this movie. They're like, let's check this from a serious standpoint. Let's make, no, 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 fucking no, no, no. show some cool gadgets, cool suits... This is what Bond probably should be, but it's not anymore. No. I put up another news story on the doc, Kev. Which you want, I, I you want to read it, Doggy Dog? Yeah, sure. Let's go for it. At the very, very bottom. Wait, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> hold me closer, Tony Danza. You kept seeing that in the most in a new episode of Party Mode that hasn't been released yet, and there are so many songs being sung that they're all just stuck in my head because I'm having to edit all those parts. I'm sorry. This Nick, 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 really quick, you're yeah. not excited then for uh, these movies? Oh, I'm excited. I mean, okay. the thing about Golden Circle just kind of put a bad taste in my mouth, sure. but they, it didn't ward me off but from I, the series. But I've watched the first Kingsman like three or four times. It's a fucking great I, movie. I love it. I'm going to put the spoiler bros so we can talk a little bit more about this. I'm just going to put them up just real quick. I want to say, like, I have a feeling, or not. I would be shocked if Roxy, the, the, his, like, best friend that dies in the second one, yeah. like, she just gets a missile to her house, the whole fucking thing explodes. That's weird. Doesn't come back. 
She'll come back. That was yeah. a quick spoilers yeah. warning right there. What, whatever. Whatever. Have people have seen it. They have time. Right. Let's put it this At way. This point, Kingsman 2, if you haven't seen it, you don't care about it. Yeah. And nothing we're saying here is going to be, oh, spoil. Don't give me the spoilers thing. If you haven't seen the movie, the movie's been on fucking Netflix for like eight months. Okay. No excuses. Sure. They're like assholes. Excuses are like assholes. Sometimes you need to be turned over and have someone pipe a little more poop into you. And then do a little... Poopy, poopy. Like a little piping. The piping is very good. Ah. That's my Paul Hollywood. That's John Lennon. But he sounds like John Lennon. He's no, called the John Lennon. He doesn't. Mary. Yeah. It's, it's rubbish. All right, cool. It didn't work. Rubbish. Next story. Next story. What did you put this? Netflix is making a live-action version of classic anime, Cowboy Bebop. The internet is on fire. Some oh people love God. it. Some people, this most people are idea. pissed off. This is a bad idea. I um, about it, Andy. I, uh, okay, here's what I think about it. Cowboy Bebop is one of my favorite animes of all time. Um, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. It's a fucking great show. I am not... Mad about this whatsoever, and I think um, I think my words were sort of echoed by what Aaron Hansen of Game Grumps fame said on his Twitter recently about mm-hmm. it. Um, he said, "This is his his quote uh, in tweet. Oh no, a cowboy be about a live action show. I can't stand those or the renewed interest they spur in a franchise, leading off into new merchandise, remastered releases of the old show, and an opportunity to once again discuss something that was awesome, as if it were new again." That's how I feel about it. I, I've, I'm not mad that they're making a show. Will it probably be bad? There's a good chance it'll be bad, right? Uh, anime to live action rarely works. Um, I think the only thing that'll help this is that it's not some fantastic sort of like Dragon Ball Z anime. Mm-hmm. That it's more of a it's a it's a it's like fucking Firefly. It's it's a space outlaw show about bounty hunters. Uh, it, I think there's a really good chance it could be cool. Uh, Netflix describes Cowboy Bebop as a jazz-inspired, a genre-bending, a Spike Spiegel, blah, blah, blah. Uh, down below on the, uh, on the article, they say, The live-action adaptation was first reported to be in the works last year. Showrunners include Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol co-writers, and Andre Namek and Josh Applebaum, along with Venom and Juna- Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle co-writers, Jeff Pinkner and Scott Rosenberg. The first episode is written by Chris- Christopher Yost, who worked on Thor Dark World and Ragnarok. Original anime director Shinichiro Watanabe is on board as a consultant. There's a pretty good chance it won't be good. I'm still excited for it. I think it'll be cool just to see sort of a space uh, jazz rock opera in uh, with guns and cowboys and outliers. I think it'll be fucking cool. It's one of those things where you look at you look at a, a franchise like Cowboy Bebop, and you, as a fan of it, it's hard to have the perspective, right, of the mainstream culture who might be looking at this, and you have to sell it to them, right? But as a person who's watched a lot, uh, I've watched, I think, all of Cowboy Bebop because it was, yeah, I've watched a lot of Cowboy Bebop. It's been a while, but if you were to say to me, "Hey, do you want this to be a Netflix series, or do you want this to be like three major motion pictures?" I'd be like, "Please make it a trilogy. Please make it." Give it like $100 million. Like, give it the go. And I know that's dumb to say because they'll never do that because it doesn't have the marketability in America. Like, it doesn't have that brand recognition. But, man, I'd love to see them give this a real go with, like, like a Guardians of the Galaxy 2-style cast where you just bring in AAA actors and hit it hard with a great writer and have and have one director who's got a vision for all the movies and let just fucking do yeah, it. Yeah, one big That'd vision be amazing. for it. Because inevitably what's going to happen is, is this going to be a Monster of the Week kind of thing? Are they just going to be, you know, is there going to be any, I, I don't know. We'll see. Netflix can make great series, but lately, out of all the series that I've been watching, they've been hitting maybe 70 to 80% there's quality levels. I, I know a lot of people were sort of disappointed because uh, there's a Twitter account, at uh, NX on Netflix, which is sort of their, their sci-fi um, account on Twitter where they, you know, Twitter has, uh, Netflix has like a comedy account where they talk about new stand-up comedies going up. Mm-hmm. Uh, NX on Netflix is sort of their sci-fi anime uh, whatever fantasy sort of uh, Twitter account that alerts people. And a lot of people are like, oh, Evangelion is coming to Netflix. When are we going to get Cowboy Bebop? And then the Twitter account started saying like, oh, maybe wait soon for an announcement. So everybody thought the cartoon was coming oh, God, to Netflix. I want to rewatch it, but it's Instead, not Instead, it was a, a live action thing, so the kind of like, you know, that bait and switch didn't leave a lot of people yeah. uh, very happy about that. Did they make... It was a series. Did they make movies too? They made a couple movies out of it, right? What? Not Cowboy Bebop? They had one movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was awesome. Right, cool. 
Yeah, I mean, but the thing here's the thing I liked about it most about the movie is that it did what a lot of cartoon shows made into movies did, where they just improved on the animation a lot mm-hmm. and the the whole look. You remember watching Rugrats as a kid on TV, then you saw the Rugrats movie, and it was like, holy shit, this looks great. They put some money behind the, it. The Power Rangers movie too, the first Power Rangers movie, where suddenly their costumes were all awesome and shit. I love that. I love seeing that upgrade as a kid. Yeah. And when seeing the improved animation and overall art style, the Digimon movie is another really good example. Um, I, I loved that as a kid. I, I don't really remember the movie a whole lot, plot-wise, but I just remember being in love with it because the overall look of it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Forgotten Hell in the chat says, it's on Funimation now, and I think it's free with ads. Uh, cool. Oh, it's on Hulu. It says Get Buckets. There you go. Got to go back and watch that So now. is Daddy's Home too. Woo! So, that's so where is Daddy's Home too. That's yeah, where yeah. I watched it, big cat. And on Amazon Prime. <laughs> that's where I watched it. Oh, no, I, I watched, the, I watched the, it on Amazon Prime. Actually. I have the Cowboy Bebop Blu-rays also. All right. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it is 1146, which means it's time to take a little break and talk to you about our sponsors, the first of which is MeUndies. This is the year that you can finally tackle your holiday shopping early. And guess what? You can get everything you need for you and your loved ones at MeUndies. MeUndies uses that coveted micromodal fabric, which is not one, not two, but three times softer than cotton. If you've never felt this fabric, get ready to experience pure bliss in underwear form. I have felt this fabric, not on myself, but on my coworker, Greg Miller. He wears them every day, as does Tim Geddes. Tim won't let me touch him, but that's fine. That's his prerogative. Greg swears by these. Uh, Tim has now, <laughs> is now head to toe undies because not only does MeUndies sell the undies, they sell a whole bunch of other fun stuff. And for the holidays, they have cool holiday prints. Uh, MeUndies will be releasing new prints every Tuesday. That means you'll have no excuse not to celebrate the holidays right down to your very core. I like calling that part of my body my core, but why stop at undies? This year, MeUndies is launching their holiday prints in lounge pants and onesies as well. Both are made from the same micromodal fabric as their undies. Seriously, how can you not get your loved one a matching holiday-themed onesie this year? Here is the offer, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, to get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com morning. That's MeUndies.com morning. It's a great deal. Get on it. Get on it. Actually, get them on you. Oh. Next they up. They pay you, dude. They do. Oh. Next up, we have Quip. There's a buzzy gift on everyone's list this year. It's something that's there. Those are their words. <laughs> no, and I love it's like it. the way you went about it. It sounded funny. There's Thank a you. buzzy gift. Hey, everybody, I'm reading an ad. It's something they'll use twice every day, and it was featured on Oprah's O list, and it's perfect for everyone with a mouth. Which is everyone that I know. Uh, this it gift is Quip, an electric toothbrush designed to make brushing better. I have one of these things. They ship me one. Like I tell you, I like it. I like the way it looks. I like the case. Uh, I like uh, the, the taste of the toothpaste, and I like that it's got a timer in it that lets you know, hey, you're not quite done brushing your teeth yet, sir. Do your job. We've got you. Yeah. See, when I brush my teeth, I put a little bit of the toothpaste on there, and I get, I put them out, and then I get bored. I throw it away. Not just throw away the whole toothbrush. No, I just put it down. And oh, okay, it's like, what? You don't want to clean up after yourself? With Quip, they got a two-minute timer that reminds you it pulses every 30 seconds to tell you to change sides of your mouth in the grid, and it's fantastic. Uh, Quip has sensitive sonic vibrations that are gentle enough on your sensitive gums and a built-in timer with guided pulses to remind you when to switch sides. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association and has thousands of verified five-star reviews. It is the gift that keeps refreshing with brush heads automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. But guess what? That's not it. You can even gift prepaid refills for a year to make sure that uh, whoever you're gifting it to is never using old, worn-out, or ineffective Brussels. Big problem in my house. Ineffective Brussels? Bristles. What did I say? Brussels? Brussels. Muscles from Brussels? Like Van Damme? Van Damme. Wouldn't that be amazing if you could ship Van Damme to people's houses? Uh, yeah. like, and come on, brush your teeth. He would tell you he would time it for you. I time it for you. Like, like, look at my watch. You're not 30 yet. Yeah, yeah. I got to really work on my Van Damme impression. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, horrible. It's not like Christopher Walken. <laughs> no offense, Nick. No offense. Yeah, None taken, man. I, it came out of my mouth and I was like, it sounds kind of like a, a drunken old Schwarzenegger. Get quit. Uh, excuse me, Quip looks like a big ticket tech gift with a stocking stuffer price starting at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash KFMS right now, you get your first refill pack for free with Quip Electric with a Quip Electric Toothbrush. But you don't have to tell your gifty that. Uh, that's your refill pack free at getquip.com slash KFMS. That's getquip.com slash KFMS. Lastly, we have Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, 
uh, options and cryptos all commission free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. This is a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. It has a simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy to digest way. Kevin, you've used the Robinhood. I have indeed. You, you like it. I do. It's uh, really easy to use and there it is. Um, Beautiful. I could also, I was able to transfer money from my bank account into the um, the Robinhood app mm-hmm. or Robinhood. Yeah. And uh, in less than like five minutes. Oh, that's fantastic. From getting the app, which using other companies can take up to three days. Don't like that. Don't no. like that at all. Uh, Here's another advantage of using Robinhood. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees, trade stocks, and keep all of your profits. Everyone likes profits, myself included. Robinhood's web platform also lets you view stock collections like the 100 most popular or sectors like entertainment and social media and curate categories like female CEOs and analyst ratings of buy, hold, sell for every stock. Learn how to invest as you build a portfolio with this great deal that they have right now. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Here's what you do. Sign up at morningshow.robinhood.com. That's morningshow.robinhood.com. Today's winner of the giveaway wins Castlevania Requiem. Congratulations to... Rogue X. Go Rogue X U in the chat. Oh. I don't know how to say that word. Let me see it. Right there. Right there. What is that? Rogzu. Rogzu in the chat. You Rock. have won yeah. Castlevania Requiem on PS4. Remember, if you want to support the show, you can be in the chat. You can be a chat Twitch subscriber. Or you can subscribe to us at the $2 bubble level on either of our patrons, and you get entered to win. Uh, just like Rogzu's Rogzu's today. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go quickly back into tips, and then we'll round this show out. DJ Kanto says, shout out to Mark Wahlberg and Peter Berg movies, Patriot Day and Deep Water Horizon are both brilliant films based on real stories. Patriot Day has the best realistic shoot out I've seen in, since Heat. They made them within months of each other. I haven't seen either of those. Downey Downerson says, Nick, you have changed my life. Every day I watch The Great British Baking Show and I pull both my twig and berries out over the waistband when I pee. You have drastically improved my life. Thank you. It's important. It's important. That's horrible, man. Why anyway. is that horrible? Why just, is he pulling his twig and berries out? Of I just hate it. Yeah. Because people made a mistake. They just pulled the they just pulled the twig out, and then it cuts off the flow a little bit. If you pull the berries out, also, it's a natural um, pa- elastic pant holder. Mm-hmm. It just holds it down and keeps the flow perfectly even. Sure. I find that that like causes issue. Also, trips people out if they're going to look over the little divide. You you see you, all you of just it. Be like this. They just see all of it. Yeah. Even flow. Lots of wildlife. Horse over Oh, um, um, we don't have time for all, all sorts of sports, but um, uh, Kawhi Leonard, lots of drama around no, him. You're doing it. Kawhi Leonard. Um, you're just doing all sorts of sports. He just signed a deal with New Balance. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard, who could have had a deal with Nike, but his uncle is just in his head, controlling his life, Nick. He's the reason that he didn't re-sign with the Spurs. His stupid uncle is over there in his head telling him, no, 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 you you deserve better. I hate him! So he costs him a bunch of money, he goes to Toronto, he leaves the Spurs, right? And then Nike is like, hey, here's your deal, here's your deal, Uh, Kawhi, here's your deal. And he says, no, 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 my uncle's telling me this isn't enough money, right? Uncle's telling me this isn't enough money. Loses a bunch of money, goes and signs with New Balance. How do you know he's Who in the NBA uses New Balance? Spurs suck! Cowboys suck! Fuck Taco Deli! Yeah! (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that is your Kind of Funny Morning Show. Thank you so much for joining us today, Andy. Thank you for uh, that very passionate and emboldened speech. Uh, Fuck Kawhi's uncle? Is that what? Nobody nobody uses New Balance! God! The word of the day, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this show on YouTube, is New Balance. Spell that however the hell you want. Uh, Extra points for people who spell it with a U and an E. Why not? Uh, I love you all very much. If you're not watching this show live, you're watching this on YouTube, let us know what you thought of any of the stories. Let us know what you think they can do with a Call of Duty movie because I don't think they can do much with it. Prove me wrong. Until tomorrow, I love you all. Kevin, please cut the feed.